0: You're listening to Beautiful Healing, The Power of You. This podcast is for high-achieving women who desire to reconnect with their divine power, live unapologetically from within, and move into conscious leadership, fully aligned in their unique design. The beauty is that as you heal your wounded feminine and masculine energy, and accept your feminine power, you create healing all around you. I'm your host, Ellen Shelbre, a human design business mentor and feminine leadership coach. I'm here to shine a light on the beautiful power and potential you hold within. Hello, my friend. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in here today for another episode of Beautiful Healing. In this episode, we'll talk about how fear of failure is one of our biggest roadblocks to a happy and successful life and how becoming emotional resilience is one of the most important skills you want to develop to improve your life. I have always been strong-hearted, despite what I faced. That's simply who I am. And yet, it has been a struggle to find peace of mind in all my failures, even if I have accepted how certain things were. To truly experience life and all its gifts, you must have the energy and the motivation to keep going and to feel the beauty of life all around you. And emotional resiliency is a key factor in your personal progress. The less time you spend in a negative emotional state and detach yourself from the negative meaning you hold of your mistake, the sooner you can re-engage in activities much stronger and more confident. I want us to look at fear for a moment. Fear can be your most magnificent opportunity to achieve your dream. And it also has an incredible power to keep you from achieving your goals as well. It feeds stagnation and keeps you from taking advantage of opportunities. And that's why fear so often stands between where you're at and where you really want to be. There are plenty of fears that are holding us back and preventing us from reaching our full potential. There is fear of being wrong. Being rejected and being criticized. Fear of not being worthy or good enough. Fear of speaking the truth and taking up too much space. Fear of taking an important phone call or introducing oneself to strangers. Fear of being on stage or giving a speech. Fear of the unknown and fear of what we don't understand. Fear of not having control. Fear of disease. And fear of death. Fear of success. And we have fear of failing. Fear of not being loved. Fear of not belonging. Fear of being a burden. And fear of being different. Fear of losing money. And there are so many more. The physical, real fear is an entirely normal reaction that warns us of danger and activates our survival instincts. And that's a good thing. So is healthy fear, which helps us discern safe situations from the dangerous ones. Fear is nothing but caution light that is telling us to slow down and to pay attention to what's going on. Most often, the fear we carry is only an illusion. It's not the thing you are afraid of that is the actual problem. It is the thought of it. The surest sign of an illusional fear is that you keep asking yourself, What if? What if I fail and screw up? What if I can't deliver what I promise? What if I lose my clients and customers? One fear often leads to another fear, and the feeling escalates. Living in fear keeps you stuck in a self-perpetuating cycle of defeat and frustration. As women, we often hesitate to express our wants because we fear appearing too aggressive or too demanding or even too needy. And at a deeper level, this is nothing but fear of rejection and abandonment. When you concentrate your thoughts on what you want, you create a whole new reality for yourself. If you are like most people, you are an expert in thinking about what can go wrong, what you don't want and what you don't like. True or not true? Hopefully, you are tired of spending your precious time focusing that way now. When you acknowledge the fear within, And what it does to you, you will eventually see that it is not a rational feeling, but a feeling our convictions have created. It is a vicious cycle we drive ourselves into and create the worst horror scenarios in our heads. So we keep holding back in fear of what might happen. The better you can define your fear, the easier it becomes to get you out of this prison of fear that you have inflicted on yourself. Anytime you feel fear, instead of ignoring it or trying to hide from it, acknowledge it and identify what's behind it. Identifying the fear and understanding why it has arisen is the first step in eliminating it. The moment we can control our thoughts, we can also control our emotions. And when our thoughts and feelings are in control, so are our actions. If you do something different from what you've always done, you will create other results. Also be, be grateful when you feel uncomfortable. If you keep yourself in a comfortable world, You will never be able to move on or reach that higher level of success that you want to achieve. Try to ask yourself, what is it that you really fear? What is it that you fear you are going to lose by having that fear? It is very often that we deep down fear losing freedom and by that also have a fear of making decisions. And when we fear making decisions, we fear losing options. And in the end, you fear losing yourself. Recognize your fear-based feelings and acknowledge that fear is only an illusion. It will be a powerful tool for taking yourself to the next level and overcoming your fears. You will act differently because you control your thoughts and feelings. And your everyday life will change. The best thing is that every time you challenge your fear, your self confidence will strengthen. You feel more powerful and ready for almost anything for every barrier you break. That's why we must develop resiliency within us against fear so we learn to adjust our crowns, take the risks of all choices into account and evaluate our situation and then make a conscious choice for moving forward with our next steps. Psychology today defines resilience as Resilience is that ineffable quality that allows some people to be knocked down by life and come back stronger than ever. Rather than letting failure overcome them and drain their resolve, They find a way to rise from the ashes. Making mistakes is easy, right? But not so easy to handle afterwards if you haven't embodied an attitude of emotional resilience. I have felt it deeply in my body, over and over. My way of living has always been through trial and error. I am designed to experiment with life. I am designed to be an explorer and an adventurer. I am designed to play with it all. This is true for me and every three and six line profile in human design. And what a happy day it was, the day I could breathe that fully in and embody it without all the restrictions I felt were hanging over me earlier. At some point, I felt it wasn't okay to make mistakes. I felt like a failure for doing so much that didn't work out as it should. And that is a dangerous trip to walk on. Because it only takes you on a downward spiral to misery. And for all those things that did work out, I stopped acknowledging it. It wasn't valuable enough. My failures were bigger and took more space in my head. So I felt I needed to do more, try harder and better. And in the end, there was absolutely no room for failure. My perfectionistic archetype was in charge. And I built the need to overachieve and prove myself all the time. And I was knocked down and I went back up again. And I can't tell how many times. I need to know for myself... I need to experience it for myself, to feel it in my body. The feeling is my cognition, the way I recognize and tap into my wisdom through my thoughts, experiences, and senses. Today I'm filled with amusement for this realization. And feel it's really funny because I didn't understand this earlier. Oh, and there are so many things I didn't understand back then that human design and life has taught me later. And one of those things was how important my thoughts, emotions and nervous system is and how that affects my aura. Back then, I hated all those uncontrollable feelings coming up all the time. I couldn't handle them. (laughs) My nervous system was out of balance And I felt misunderstood and overwhelmed. So I I completely shut them down. At least for myself I did. People around me saw of course how my body was talking and taking in all that I experienced. And especially how my nose was speaking through my splenic awareness. To say, "Uh uh-uh, I don't like that. (laughs) I was closed by words but open by body language. (laughs) No, everyone is gonna look at my nose. Okay, yes, I did have a period where I struggled to be authentic and speak up for myself. And since I had shut down my feelings, I absolutely couldn't explain myself with words. So much frustration built up inside. And that's when I really started to feel how bitterness took over my life. As you might understand by now, I hadn't word for that either. All I did was look for outward solutions, like, Please, someone, come save me! I knew deep inside I was on the wrong track. But I had no clue how to return home. Even though the circumstances have been bad sometimes, and made me feel there was no hope, I was still looking and searching for a solution. That was my nature. But somewhere in my leadership education, something shifted. I started to remind myself that we live in an abundant universe, and my abstract mind was immediately activated. I became curious about possibilities and seeing them abundantly and everywhere instead of restricting myself to bitterness and contractions. But here's a missing point, my friend. When you start to open up for a higher frequency and tap into your highest potential, by universal law you have to experience and expand in the opposite as well. So. When I started to tap into abundance, I also experienced lack. I was forced to expand on the woundedness of lack. And for me, that meant that I had to also acknowledge all the areas of my life where there was still a sense of lack, both mentally, emotionally and physically. And this is the beauty of it. When you face that, work on that. You truly are experiencing the higher frequency. Lack and abundance are actually the same energy, but they are expressed and experienced in completely different ways. When you turn yourself into gratitude for everything you have, even if it's not much, everything you have had and everything you will get in the future, you cannot see lack anymore. There is no lack There is an abundance of possibilities for you in so many different ways. Are you reaching out to them or are you complaining about what you don't have? The more you look out for possibilities, the more abundance you see. And by the time, this muscle grows stronger and stronger. And while it does, making failures is nothing more than stepping stones in your evolution. It turns into acceptance, it normalizes and becomes a way of living, and you feel deeply grateful for the opportunities to try out new things, and for what these experiences give you. I can't remember how many times I've asked myself, do I make this mean more than it's worth?" What will I think of this failure one year from now or five years from now? How can I turn this failure into a great learning experience? And how can I grow and evolve with this experience? And you know what? This is abundant thinking. You're growing and you're stretching your limits and you're learning from your mistakes. And I realized in all this that I'm not only building resiliency but also discovering a new blind spot, a new weakness within me. This is how you will become aware of your shortcomings, which makes you search for a better solution, a better way of being and that really excites me. And by your awareness you have also detected a strength within yourself. A strength to rewrite your story, rewrite the meaning and the outcome of your story. So when you choose to see the opportunities in your failures, you will also experience the gratefulness they are bringing you. And you will start to experience how much you value each mistake and obstacle and how much value they actually are giving you. I used to be very driven by achievement, and before I learned my lesson to lean into my way of experiencing life, I felt every mistake I made was eating me up. My addictive mind and thoughts created all kinds of victim stories, trying to rationalize everything I went through. But no matter how much I thought about it, I couldn't undo what had happened. No one can, but obsessing thinking won't help, it will only keep you stuck in your thought patterns and victimhood. However, I did the best I could and knew of at that time, and I believe that is something we all need to acknowledge, both for ourselves and for others on their journey. The more we understand that everything happens for you, not to you, the more we can accept failure as a good and empowering experience to course correct. It's all about the story you tell yourself and what meaning you put into it. When I discovered human design and understood that this is how I am designed to experience life, I felt all burdens released from my shoulders. And instead, I felt this deep gratitude for all experiences. They were all mine, a gift for me to tap into, and my unique way of living. Nothing good or nothing bad, it just was. And I could finally take ownership of this gift that I earlier used to see as a curse. I started to see it for what it was. I started to see that there are no good or bad experiences. They were all simply learning experiences for me to evolve as a human being and here to experience the totality of life. How can I know of success when I haven't experienced failure? How can I know of happiness if I haven't experienced grief? And how can I know of light if I haven't experienced the darkness? How can I know of anything? If I haven't experienced the opposite, I believe if you can see failures as stepping stones to success or anywhere you long to, you will try to seek out more ways to fail faster. You will not be afraid of failure. You will not be afraid of judgment or criticism. You will not be afraid to put yourself out there because the more you fail, the more you grow. And the more resilient you become and the happier you will be, living your life to its fullest. How beautiful isn't that? But how can we turn our failures around when all we can see is failure, shame, humiliation and embarrassment? We need to turn inward. And don't do as I did for way too long, searching for answers outside myself. You already hold powerful solutions, but the fog of the mind is blinding you. The universe is abundant, and when you go inward, you also open up to the mystery of wisdom you hold within. That mystery that is connected to all there is. The power you hold within, the power of the holistic, beautiful you, is a precious gift from the source. And it's given to you for you to use and experiment with for the highest good of all. How can you lead with your mistakes and learning experience to serve others? How can your resilience be what other people need the most from you? There's always someone out there who needs what you hold. And I deeply believe that we're not here for our own sake. We all need each other in some way or another. We must contribute to the collective oneness. That's why our gifts are so different from each other. Awaken that beautiful creative life force inside you by starting to acknowledge all your past mistakes and failures and then turn them into your greatest strength. Tell me, how hard do you believe in your dream? How willing are you to remove all doubt to reach your dream? Most people want, and I'm not for most people. I'm for you who are willing to strengthen your emotional resiliency, who are willing to face your fears, who are willing to work on your dreams and leadership skills to become the best you can be for yourself, for your people and for your business. Your willingness to be the change is all that's required to work with me. Everything else will be revealed when we open up the realm of possibilities that you already hold. You are the magic, the story, the light and the conscious leader, making way for what's next. Failure is not the end, it's what determines your next step. It's what you do after a setback that's important. Come visit me on Instagram and share how you will commit to building emotional resilience in the face of failure. I really, truly would love to hear from you. And remember that if you fail at something, it means you have tried something. So be proud of yourself and try one more time until it's done. Your failures are your path to success. Here's to your success as strong and resilient. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. And I hope that it brought clarity and activated healing in you. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to never miss an episode. And don't forget to leave your feedback. Your support means the world to me. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you and I love you and I see you in the next episode.